Today is Tuesday, August 1st, AD 2023. This is the Africa Review in 5, written by Tim Cantrell and presented by Amikani Katunga. Hate speech versus free speech in South Africa. Last Saturday in Johannesburg, in the massive FNB Stadium in Soweto, Julius Malema, leader of the Economic Freedom Fighters political party, stood before a stadium of tens of thousands and gave us yet another perfectly blatant example of genuine hate speech. If shouting, kill the boer, kill the farmer, while making gun sounds and handgun motions is not hate speech, what is? If explicit words meant to incite violence still has nothing to do with hate speech, surely Malema should have been behind bars long ago. How then should Christians respond to a confused world where words like hate no longer have any meaning? Much could be said, but for starters, here are eight biblical responses. 1. Clarify that God's word upholds free speech. Free speech gives us the ability to share the gospel, worship God, and proclaim the truth without fear of retaliation by the government. Whether or not we have this freedom does not determine whether we do these things, but it can change how we do them. Conversely, having free speech shouldn't be an opportunity to abuse it. Christians must always let our words be, in keeping with Colossians 4 verse 6, gracious, seasoned with salt, so that you may know how you ought to answer each person. 2. Teach and train our children and our churches not to conform or be held captive to society's intolerant and dangerously broad definitions of hate speech. 3. Point out genuine examples of hate speech, murderous statements and malicious words against fellow image-bearers of the Almighty. Expose evil, stand up for true civil rights, hate racism, and replace sinful anger with righteous anger. Sing the Psalms, trust God to avenge, and pray for our enemies to be saved. Father, forgive them, they know not what they do, Jesus prayed. 4. Prepare our minds and hearts for facing injustice and persecution in a world that calls evil good and good evil. Rejoice when we are honored to suffer hatred and false accusation for the name of Christ. 5. Show Christ-like sympathy and compassion towards victims of racial hatred and injustice, both past and present. Admire those who patiently endure such abuse, especially Christians who seek actively to overcome evil with good. Yet don't be surprised at those who no longer feel safe in the face of such threats and believe they must emigrate to protect their loved ones. Most, however, cannot afford emigration and have no option but to stay. 6. Seek the good of the city. Be an agent of change. Use your spheres of influence to abhor what is evil, cling to what is good. Vote for the political parties that best uphold righteousness. Use whatever legal channels are available to see evil punished and to uphold law and order. 7. Pray for the righteous judges who will fear God, judge justly, avoid partiality, and foster racial harmony and national unity instead of strife. In our churches, 
Let's pray publicly that our magistrates will stand against real hate speech while not capitulating to false, intolerant, and anti-Christian definitions of so-called hate speech. May God raise up righteous rulers and brave Christians who will be salt and light in the legal world and defenders of human dignity in a hateful society. 8. Preach the gospel, plant biblical churches, and teach a biblical worldview. This is God's proven cure to poverty, racial strife, and many social ills. When the leaven of Christ's kingdom goes to work in a life, a home, a nation. And that's it for the Africa Review in 5 on this Tuesday, August 1st, in the year of our Lord, 2023. Subscribe to the Missionary Minds podcast on Spotify or Apple Podcasts. I'm Yamikani Katunga. Be not weary in well doing.